masks no longer required, not just in most public settings, but also in schools. That's despite hundreds of schools across the state going mask optional following multiple rounds of court decisions and also the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules blocking mask mandates uh, that were filed by the governor. Uh, and the governor early Friday saying that uh, the mask mandate is going to be lifted Monday for most public settings. But he said he'd watch and evaluate that before making a decision about public schools. But then what we had happen was the CDC came out Friday with new guidance saying that masks are only going to be recommended in areas of high transmission, and that includes recommended for schools. So if uh, an area has low COVID-19 hospitalizations or medium COVID-19 hospitalizations, masks are no longer going to be recommended by the CDC. So that happens Friday. And then also Friday, I was on the treadmill. I got a message after five o'clock from somebody saying that the Sangamon County t temporary restraining order was vacated. I went and read the the, the document, touched base with uh, my next guest, Tom DeVore, to get a better understanding of what's going on. And then all of a sudden the governor says, hey, uh, he's, he's thankful the CDC uh, came out with new guidance. And that's what he says is why he is uh, switching from masks mandated in schools to masks no longer mandated in schools. Uh, so an interesting about face uh, and uh, quite a, a flip-flop in just a matter of hours Friday. Uh, but to get reaction to that, I'm Greg Bishop here on WMAY, now 715. Let's check in with attorney Thomas DeVore, who brought the case that went all the way to the Illinois Supreme Court, and they declined to take up the governor's appeal. So, Tom, ultimately, break it down for us. Where are we at in this ongoing uh, case? Because it's not over yet, is it? Uh, it's far from Oprah, Greg. It's going to get bigger. But, but you know, I, I don't think people are as fooled as the governor would like them to be because they're paying more attention now than they ever have in my life, at least in politics. But when the governor comes on and says well, he's going to, and as you said, the in, in such a, a flippant manner and changes his, you know, we're going to lift the mask mandate for schools on Monday – most people now appreciate that I've been able to get through to. There was he had no mandate to lift. He there's nothing there for him, and so when he said that, he was just doing it in hopes that most of the mainstream media would jump on his bandwagon, which most of them did, and said, "Oh, he's lifting the mandate on Monday." Uh, the Supreme Court ruling actually reinforced the proposition of Judge Grishow, regardless of the TRO, that he has no authority to issue a mandate for masks uh, absent there being a lawful rule, again, lawful being the key term, uh, from an administrative agency. So it was a big charade on his part. There is no mass mandate that he could have lifted. And the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, uh, they blocked that that emergency rule that the governor filed the day before uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and that was after uh, the uh, Sangamon County Circuit Court deemed it null and void, uh, and then after JCAR's actions, the uh, appellate court uh, deemed it moot. There was a line in the Illinois Supreme Court um, opinion Friday, Tom, that, that uh, talked about uh, when an appellate court rules something moot, that means the temporary restraining order is vacated, uh, as is set by right. precedent from a 2007 case. Explain that a bit. I mean, is that just kind of a technical thing to say, hey, you know what? It, it, it's moot, uh, so there is no order. Is that what they were trying to get at there? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll explain that to you because that's the most important part of this thing. When they said Judge Grishow's order is moot, that's a, 
that's not a bad thing for the people. That's a good thing for the people, a bad thing for the governor. Because what the appellate court said is that Jay Cart wiped the rules out. They're gone. And what they also said, which is very important, is the governor asked the appellate court to say, well, irrespective of that, I've issued this executive order. And that executive order in and of itself is sufficient for this mandate to, to be in force and effect. And the appellate court said, no, we disagree. And then they said it's moot because at that point in time, the issue of inherent authority, according to the appellate court, wasn't properly in front of them. So that issue is something we'll still deal with. We can come back to that. The governor then went to the Supreme Court, Greg, and wanted them to take up the position that, hey, my executive order, it has the authority in order to make these mass mandates stick. The appellate court or the Supreme Court refused to hear that, which means the appellate court finding that he has no power absent lawfully adopted emergency rules is the law of the day. And so we don't need, according to them, a TRO because there's no issue for us because the governor has no power. JCAR has suspended the rules, and the issue of inherent authority is not really squarely in front of us. We don't need to address it. That's what happened, and the governor's trying to spin it otherwise. We're talking with Attorney Thomas DeVore here on the WMAY Morning News Feed now, 719. I'm Greg Bishop, and Tom, I'm looking at a uh, Twitter message here from Chicago Public Schools, uh, and they say, I'll just read you uh, kind of verbatim here, uh, as you probably are aware, the indoor mask mandate for the city of Chicago will be lifted tomorrow. Um, Most settings, however, to ensure the continued safety of our students and staff, CPS will continue to require universal masking in schools and offices for now. Uh, what does that mean for some of your clients? And uh, Friday, you were in court on a uh, contempt hearing uh, in front of the Sangamon County judge. So, I mean, even though the mask mandate's been lifted in schools, you've still got some schools like Chicago Public Schools that are going to be requiring masks. What's happening here? There's a couple of things. One, the Chicago Public School System knows its days are numbered, Greg, because Judge Grishow entered an order on Friday that says, I'm not taking this contempt issue up yet because I'm waiting for the Supreme Court. But she made it clear in her order, if people read it, that if you're a school district, you can have your own policies, but to the extent you want to mask or exclude kids from school, you have to give them due process. I assure you, CPS knows that. They're playing games with this uncertainty right now. They know that I'm working on amending this. This case is going to be stronger, and it's going to be bigger when we bring it back out swinging this week. And I would imagine before I get back in front of Judge Grishow on a TRO against the Chicago public school system that will be real soon, they will miraculously see the facts and science in such a way that they're going to go mask optional. But they know that they can play this game until I get back in front of them and Judge Grishow makes it 100 percent clear to them because right now it's just 99 and they're playing a game that they can't do this. So we're coming in this case. We're going to clean it up. We're going to streamline it because we can don't have to deal with these emergency rules anymore. We're going to make it crystal clear that the governor has no power for in that now and in the future and that these school districts don't have the inherent authority. We're going to put this issue to rest so these children don't have to worry about this going into the next school year. Well, and uh, a couple of uh, final things here, uh, of course, with the uh, the case going back to Sangamon County Circuit Court, 
Um, you've got uh, the potential of, uh, what, 900 more parents signing on, dozens more staff signing on. Uh, again, challenging uh, universal masking or exclusion and vaccine or testing mandates on staff. Uh, so we could find out sometime later this week, Tom, if the judge is going to go ahead and grant uh, potentially a thousand more plaintiffs to be added to this case. Well, the, well, let me clarify for you. That's going to happen. Whether she because the governor's attorneys even said at the hearing that day, while they didn't think joined her was the right process, I could move to amend the case and add these new persons. So either way, Greg, it's 100 percent certainty they're coming in. These other thousand parents are coming in. These other dozens of teachers are coming in. And I'll go ahead and tell you right now, 30-something more school districts are coming in because I'm adding parent groups for 30-some more school districts. And the people, they're going to bring the thunder on a exponentially bigger scale coming this week. They're going to be added to the complaint one way or another. And, again, we are going to put this to rest because the governor's out here playing his games about – Oh, I can still do this in the future. No, you can't. We're going to make it crystal clear, and it's going to happen real soon. Well, and that was going to be uh, my my final question here is the governor seems to insist that he still has uh, this this ability, this executive authority to uh, mandate universal masking or face consequences. Uh, And uh, you're saying that that, uh, that's not the case. And that seems to be what uh, Sangamon County Circuit Court uh, decision uh, has laid out, which has not been overruled by the appellate or the Illinois Supreme Court. Not only has it not been overruled, again, her, her, her reasoning is still valid. They didn't overrule anything. And, Greg, the most important part of this is the appellate court decision that the governor won't talk to you about to where the governor asked them to say, Don't worry about that. I have the power with these rules. And the appellate court dismissed all of the governor's propaganda for the last two years. They dismissed it with two words. We disagree. And what the appellate court is saying is that the legislature has the power. The administrative agencies can wield it if they do it lawful and within the confines of what the legislature has said they can do. But you in a vacuum cannot issue an executive order mandating this. We disagree. I don't know how much clearer they needed to make it. And that's why the governor is trying to pretend right now that the facts and science are such that he was going to move on and lift his mandates because he knows that I'm coming back. And we're going to come back into the trial court and we're going to put this to rest. And he's trying to save faith. That's the only thing that he's doing. Attorney Thomas DeVore here on the WMAY morning news feed. And then finally, Tom, you've got uh, the petition filing uh, period uh, coming to a, uh, uh, an open here soon uh, in just a handful of days. Uh, how are you looking on getting your petitions together uh, to, to vie for the Republican nomination for attorney general? Oh, we've got all we've got the signatures that we're going to need. We're still working on even more. We've got an event at Pose on the Hill tonight there in Springfield. We're going to do the formal announcement. We've got them. And, again, that's that's the end of this uh, whole thing, Greg, because, you know, Governor Pritzker can say what he wants. He can only say that because he's got the benefit of the attorney general's office doing his bidding for him. And people are worried about mandates. They're worried about this stuff coming back in the future. I'm all over the state talking to him, and I've told him put me in that seat you won't worry about it anymore because i don't care who the governor is this stuff's going to come to an end attorney thomas devore here on the wmay morning news feed uh, appreciate your time as always and uh, it's likely we'll talk again in the near future all right be safe out there <laughs> take, take care see you greg